Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Like Hollywood, yeah. top town, the kind of life you could overdose in. Three and a half minutes past two here on ECNZ Afternoons. Uh, Steffi away for the rest of the week, so Sammy Hewitt's sitting in until Friday. Uh, between now and three o'clock, very shortly going to catch up with NZOC Chief Executive Nikki Nickel on this news um, that the NZOC is signalling their interest for hosting the 2034 Commonwealth Games here in New Zealand. Uh, I'm going to give you clue number three for who am I. We're going to play the chase. A bit later on as well, find out what happened back in the day. And after 3 o'clock, we've got Running It Straight, our dedicated rugby league show, myself and Kempe. And this afternoon, our special guest is Tamari Martin, the injured Warriors halfback. But the topic of the afternoon really has been um, the interest of the NZOC to host the 2034 Commonwealth Games. And joining us now on the line is the NZOC CEO, Nikki Nickel. Uh, Nikki, welcome in. Thanks, Sam. It's great to be here. Pretty exciting day. Yeah, very exciting. How uh, how long has this been uh, on the radar for you guys? How long has this process been going on? Well, it's a process we started um, last year. I mean, we've we've certainly signalled interest in the Commonwealth Games for a little while. We'd love to host it, but again, it, it's about timing and it's about the partnership with government. So, um, you know, we've been working with the government to reach a position that we can at least indicate an interest in 2034 feels like the right time for us and you know gives us plenty of time to come up with something really exciting for New Zealand. The new um, hosting model um, that was brought out by the Commonwealth Games Federation, when, when did that come out? Because um, obviously that's a big part of, of us being able to host it, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and, and really that's why they did change the model because they were struggling to find bids that could you know, meet all the needs. And so what they've done now under the new model is they've enabled countries now to bid or multiple countries or more, much more flexibility. And so that's really important, one, for us because we want this to be a national bid uh, if, if we're successful. So for us, it's, all about, you know, it's about all of New Zealand. And, and what you're starting to see is different countries use that model in a way such as Victoria where you know they will have you know four regional centres and again that helps drive social and regional economic development so it gives you much more flexibility to achieve some wider outcomes for New Zealand as well. Mm. I know it's very early days and there's probably a lot of stuff that you're going to have to work through but in terms of the the nationwide um, sort of outlook on it as opposed to a, to a city outlook. Do we do we know what that might look like in terms of will there be some sort of hub where you know big events happen and sort of the rest are spread out around? Have you sort of started to work through that sort of thing, or is it is it too early? It is still quite early, but there are there are a couple of clues. I mean, there is some infrastructure is going to be quite important for some of the events. So making sure that we are from a sustainability perspective, you know, using the infrastructure that's there and and you know maximising. Um, you know those communities that are around some of that infrastructure. So that's obviously one thing that we'll be looking at again as we think of what the sport program is. That will obviously create different opportunities in different locations as well. 
when we uh, announced the news uh, just after 12.30, uh, Nikki, some of the texts that came through, uh, a few of them sort of saying, oh, this is great, but, you know, we'll sort of believe it when we see it. We sometimes hear of this expressions of interest and then things do sometimes fall away. What What's going to be the biggest barrier as you start to put the bid together? What's something that, you know, is really is going to be the hardest thing to overcome if we're going to be successful in this bid? Well, I think for us to get a bid together that's supported by New Zealand and New Zealand government, I think is really important because we, re- you know, we do recognise and respect, you know, the current situation in New Zealand, and we've got, you know, a number of other priorities. So for us, you know, that will require investment, but for us, we know that sport has, you know, always paid really strong dividends back to the community. So that's that's the first one. We don't know who else might be interested in 2034, uh, but you know, what we'll focus on is putting, you know, the most creative bid together that showcases you know, the best of New Zealand, but also providing an opportunity for our athletes to, to do what they do well. Mm. So what's the, uh, what's the timeline, Nikki? What, what sort of has to happen now? And, and uh, when do you need to submit sort of the formal proposal? When does it all start in terms of the, uh, the Commonwealth Games Federation making a decision? Where does it sort of head from here? Yeah, the Commonwealth Games Federation are really focused uh, November this year at the General Assembly will be the decision for 2030. And if you recall, both Olympics and football, uh, when when countries bid for previous iterations of those games, what happened was you had mul- multiple countries and some of the countries put together pretty strong bids. So we, we wanted to make sure that if the Commonwealth Games Federation and looking at 2030 had two really strong bids, that they didn't automatically just allocate to 2034. So we wanted to say, hey, we're here, don't mm. forget about us, and, and we're really interested. And, and that's been received really positively. Um, so, so that's the process. 2030 decided this year, and then I'd say we're probably a couple of couple of years away. Um, but again, the longer lead time you have, the better chance you have to make the games more successful. And so that's, I think, very top of mind as well. Absolutely. So, um, when I guess for for Kiwis, um, when when can we when can we expect to know? Yeah, probably 25 or 26. So it is still a, a little way away, and we've got a lot of work to do between uh, now and then to come up with something that can achieve what we want from a sporting perspective but also some of the social, cultural and economic outcomes as well that you know is really important from a government partnership. Mm. What we can do with private partnership, uh, I know a number of our sponsors that we already have in New Zealand uh, you know, are really thrilled at the opportunity here. So you know, there's lots of pieces of the puzzle and that's what we're going to do over the next couple of years is pull all that together to come up with, come up with something really compelling. Absolutely. Hey, um, Nikki, like you said at the top, very, very exciting times. Uh, I know a lot of people hark back to that those nostalgic days of the 74 and the 90 games and, and just can't wait to, to see something potentially like that happen again here in New Zealand. So obviously good luck over the over the next uh, wee while putting together this bit. It is a lot of work. Uh, we wish you all the best and let's hope, uh, fingers crossed, we are, we are successful for 2034. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Sam, for the support. Thank you. There you go. Nikki Nicole out of the NZOC there.